We celebrate today the third Sunday in Lent. Our celebrant today is Father Dan. He is assisted by Deacon Don. We are mindful to check our cell phones if they're on silent or off. If you wish to follow the readings, they're on page 110 in the Missalette. 110, third Sunday of Lent, we're using the Year A readings. Again, page 110. And our opening hymn is in the blue hymn book, number 349, Come to the Water. It reflects the first reading and the gospel. Number 349 in the blue hymn book. Please stand as we begin this celebration. Welcome to our Eucharistic celebration for the third Sunday in Lent. The Egyptians were sustained by water from the rock as they traveled in the desert to the Promised Land. Today we are sustained in our travel to our eternal salvation by the sacraments of initiation. Baptism, Confirmation, and Holy Eucharist. We thank God for these beautiful gifts of the sacraments as we begin our celebration. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sin and so prepare to celebrate these sacred mysteries. I confess 
to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I've done and what I've failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. God, author of every mercy and of all goodness, who in fasting, prayer, and almsgiving have shown us a remedy of sin, look graciously on this concession of our lowliness, that we who are bowed down by our conscience may always be lifted up by your mercy through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. A reading from the book of Exodus. In those days, in their thirst for water, the people grumbled against Moses, saying, why did you ever make us leave Egypt? Was it just to have us die here of thirst with our children and our livestock? So Moses cried out to the Lord, what shall I do with this people? A little more, and they will stone me. The Lord answered Moses, Go over there in front of the people, along with some of the elders of Israel, holding in your hand as you go the staff with which you struck the river. I will be standing there in front of you, on the rock in Horeb. Strike the rock, and the water will flow from it for the people to drink. This Moses did in the presence of the elders of Israel. The place was called Massa and Meribah because the Israelites quarreled there and tested the Lord, saying, 
Is the Lord in our midst or not? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith to this grace in which we stand, and we boast in hope of the glory of God. And hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. For Christ, while we were still helpless, 
died at the appointed time for the ungodly. Indeed, only with difficulty does one die for a just person, though perhaps for a good person one might even find courage to die. But God proves his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The word of the Lord. from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus came to the town of Samaria called Sachar, near the plot of land that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus, tired from his journey, sat down there at the well. It was about noon. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? For Jews use nothing in common with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living waters. The woman said to him, Sir, you do not even have a bucket, and the cistern is deep. Where then can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us his cistern and drank from it himself with his children and his flocks? Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst. The water I shall give will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so I may not be thirsty or have to come here to the draw water. I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you people say that the place to worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Believe me, woman, the hour is coming when you will worship the Father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You people worship what you do not understand. 
We worship what we understand because salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. And indeed, the Father seeks such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, the one called the Christ. When he comes, he will tell us everything. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one who is speaking with you. Many of the Samaritans of that town began to believe in him. When the Samaritans came to him, they invited him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. Many more began to believe in him because of his word. And they said to the woman, we no longer believe because of your word, for we have heard for ourselves, and we truly know that this is truly the Savior of the world. The Gospel of the Lord. Good evening again. In our first reading, the people grumbled against Moses for bringing them out of Egypt into the dry, desolate desert. They had left Egypt in such haste that they neglected to get the necessary provisions of food and water for a long journey. And soon they ran out of life-giving water and were in fear of dying of thirst. For us today, it does not seem like grumbling would be so bad. In this writing, Moses was trying to convey that the people were becoming rebellious and they were probably saying unkind things against him and possibly even had assaulted him and threatened him with death. It's obvious that he feared for his life and he cried out to Almighty God for help. And God heard his cry and gave him the help that he begged for. He did this when he told Moses, strike the rock with the staff you struck the river with and water will flow from it for the people to drink. And Moses did as the Lord had instructed him and there was abundant water for the Israelites to be nourished and hydrated with. God heard the cry of Moses in his distress and provided the Israelites with life-giving water. Today, when we are challenged or distressed, worried, scared, or given an exceptionally hard cross to carry and heavy cross to carry, if we too cry out to Almighty God and humbly and faithfully ask him for help, he will always answer our prayer. But God is not a God on demand, and he will only answer our prayer in accordance with his divine will and in a way that will contribute to the eternal salvation of our soul. In today's gospel, we are told the story about Jesus' encounter with a Samaritan woman. 
This incident happened as Jesus and his disciples were on their way from Judea to Galilee. Samaria was a land inhabited by pagans who were very, very anti-Jewish. And even so, they did have knowledge of the Jewish God and retained the first five books of the Old Testament. And they too, just as the Jews, awaited the arrival of the Messiah. The woman was absolutely astonished that Jesus would even speak to her yet alone ask her for the favor of drawing natural water from the well for him to drink. Jesus said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Everyone who drinks the natural water from this well will thirst again, but whoever drinks the water that I give shall never thirst but he is using veiled language, and she misunderstands him to speak its natural water that he's talking about, which would save her the daily task of coming to Jacob's well and drawing water from it every day. Knowing that the woman did not understand his meaning, the gift of the Holy Spirit must be given to us. That's the, what the point he was making. He tells her, go and get your husband. And she says to him, I have no husband. And Jesus says to her, you're right. You have had five husbands. And the man that you're living with now is not your husband. The woman's eyes were then opened. And she could clearly see that he was one who had knowledge of Almighty God, a prophet. Then she takes advantage of this encounter with Jesus, a prophet from God, and asks him a question that had plagued her for, since her youth. She asked, my ancestors worshiped on this mountain, but you Jews say the only place to worship is the temple in Jerusalem. And then Jesus tells her that there will come a time when people will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem, but in spirit and in truth. Here Jesus was foretelling that the day would come when people would offer the heavenly Father worship in every corner of the world, which indeed we see today. Then the woman starts pondering what Jesus is saying. She tells him that she knows the Messiah is coming. And when he comes, he will tell us everything. And Jesus then makes a great revelation known to her and says, I am he, the one speaking with you. He makes this extraordinary revelation because here in Samaria, unlike Judea, there is no danger of a political upheaval. And he could proclaim his true identity openly. Then the woman hastens back to the town and tells the people that it was most probably the Messiah himself who was out at Jacob's well. And many Samaritans went out to the well 
and heard him for themselves, and they began to believe in him and that he was the true Messiah, the one sent from God. This gospel story tells us the essence of our Christian religion, that in life-giving waters of baptism, we too receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and are made sons and daughters of Almighty God and heirs to the kingdom of heaven. Christ in his divine mercy has given the church all the spiritual tools and means we need to help us get to heaven. In the desert, God gave the Israelites natural water to refresh and revive their physical bodies. In the gospel, Christ predicts and proclaims the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is given through the life-giving water of baptism. As baptized faithful Catholic Christians, we have above all the miraculous, miraculous nourishment of the Holy Eucharist, which Christ lovingly arranged to be our, our spiritual food and nourishment during this life's journey. If we worthily partake of this sacred food, if necessary by recent sacramental confession, we too will have eternal life welling up within us as we remember Christ's words and promise. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise them up on the last day. Amen. Let us stand for our profession of faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scripture. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for forgiveness of sin, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead, and the life of the world to come. Amen. Confident of Christ's presence among us in this assembly, 
Let us pray for his gifts of healing and transformation. The response is, Lord, hear our prayer. That this Lenten season may be a time of reconciliation within our church and our families. We pray to the Lord. that Christians everywhere may respond to the word of God during this holy season. We pray to the Lord. That the people of Ukraine may once again live in peace and harmony without fear of violence and the destruction of their country. We pray to the Lord. That our catechumens may be true worshipers who adore the Father, in spirit and in truth, we pray to the Lord. That young people will respond to Christ's call to follow him in the consecrated life, in the priesthood, we pray to the Lord. That those who have died, especially Joseph Beach Jr., and those who will return to God during this Lenten season, may experience the eternal life of the victorious Christ, we pray to the Lord. And for St. Peter parishioners, for whom this Mass is being offered, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Most loving Father, through Jesus, we have entered the life of grace, and your Spirit has been poured into our hearts. Receive the prayer we offer in faith, through Christ our Lord, our family prayer, loving and faithful God, through the years the people of our archdiocese have appreciated the Again, the second collection is for the Archdiocesan Seminarian Fund. Our offertory can be found in the Red Hymn Book, number 957. Grant to us, O Lord, a heart renewed. Number 957 in the Red Hymn Book.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Be pleased, O Lord, with these sacrificial offerings and grant that we who beseech pardon for our own sins may take care to forgive our neighbor through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For when he asked the Samaritan woman for water to drink, he had already created the gift of faith within her. And so ardently did he thirst for her faith that he kindled in her the fire of divine love. And so we too give you thanks, and with the angels praise your mighty deeds as we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and the blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, 
and given you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Peter, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Gregory, our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayer of this family whom you have summoned before you in your compassion, O merciful Father. Gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. 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 
at the Savior's command informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sin, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who lives and reigns forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. With Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb.
Let us pray. As we receive the pledge of things yet hidden in heaven and are nourished while still on earth with a bread that comes from on high, we humbly entreat you, O Lord, that what is being brought about in us in mystery may come to true completion through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. 
bow down for the blessing. Direct, O Lord, we pray, the hearts of your faithful, and in your kindness grant your servants this grace, that abiding in the love of you and their neighbor, they may fulfill the whole of your commands through Christ our Lord. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you forever and ever. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks, Thanks be to God. St. Michael, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And to thou, O Prince of the heavenly hosts, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Have a beautiful and blessed evening. God bless you all, and go home safely. Our closing in the red hymn book, number 639, In the Lord I'll Be Ever Thankful, 639. Thank you.